0: And welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for how we think they could have continued. I am Susan Boyle's best friend, Ed Bakta. Bad's a lie, her people won't get back to me. And with me, I have a very special guest. Susan Boyle! It's me, everybody! It's Susan Boyle! I've come back from England, tip-top England shape with the briskets and the tea to come (laughs) on my head. We have a ghost on the show now. Oh, yeah, it's me. I'm back, guys. It's Eddie. Hello. Yeah. Eddie and I, for the first time ever, are recording in the same room. It's creepy. It's weird. Usually there's like usually
1: 600 miles. you don't miles. Have to see all this. Yeah, there's usually 600 <laughs> miles between us yeah, or
0: something. You don't have to see my face. Is yeah, so Eddie, how have you been? I've been pretty good. I'm back in Massachusetts. Um, I used to live in Seattle, as you all know. Um, no more prostitutes coming knocking on my door over here, unfortunately, yet. Um, not a, Well, they've never knocked on purpose. That is true. I, I've never ordered one. <laughs> Cops don't come from here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this week, we're doing something a little bit different. First of all, I just want <clears throat> to apologize for missing a week. Uh, I know we just switched to bi-weekly, but unfortunately... My uh, grandmama has been in the hospital, oh, I didn't so. yeah. That's so. sad. Yeah, so I've been kind of visiting her uh, last week. She I kinda, she's she's hanging in there. That's good. Yeah, so last week the episode kind of fell by the wayside. I figure I'll just push it back a week. But from this point on, as long as nothing else bad happens, yeah. we're gonna go every other week. So. You're gonna get to hear my voice a lot more. Um, I'm gonna try not to yell at you guys as much. But I'm still gonna yell at you guys. <laughs> so yeah, so this week's a little different. This is the first time we're doing a backdoor pilot. Mm-hmm. And it's not like backdoor sluts three, haha. <laughs> but it's that's porn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's your favorite one. No, I prefer four. I prefer the second. Yeah, you. The third is always the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes the sequel. No one likes the sequel. <laughs> So yeah, we're doing the backdoor pilot for the farm. So this was a proposed spinoff for The Office, focusing on Dwight and his uh, brother and sister as they take over their aunt's farm after she dies. I'm actually this is um, of any episode that I've been on and watched of this podcast, uh, this is um, definitely the my favorite, probably my favorite episode we've done because it's part of The Office. Yeah, it's the episode itself. We'll get into it in a second, but it's a little weird. Yeah, it was a little weird. And also, we should be noting that we didn't watch the full episode. This was episode what of season what of the So Office? this is season nine, episode 17. Right. Um, what they? It, so I was reading some of the reviews after we watched this, and they kind of pinpoint this. It feels like a very Frankenstein episode. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like they... Intentionally sp- stitched two episodes together. Right. Like, yeah. it feels like they shot the backdoor pilot for the farm, and then they were just like, well, shit, we also have to include the office cast in this. It was extremely convenient for us and you guys, though, when you watch this yourselves because um, all we did was we cut... Like, if you're on Netflix, you can see the thumbnail when you're scrolling through the uh, timeline. So what we did was we just cut from... Every time it cut back to the office, we skipped it and went back to the farm scenes. Right, so So, we essentially just followed the A story of this episode. Yep, you'd only follow Moe's, Dwight, and... His family, basically, as they're going through what we're about to talk about. Right. So, the first scene actually starts off at Dunder Mifflin. So, Dwight is, uh, oh, I should probably mention this, too. This episode was directed by Paul Lieberstein, a.k.a. Toby Flenderson. Oh, he's the guy that does, um, oh, my God, my favorite show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nope, nope. That's no, it's a different guy? No, this is the guy that plays Toby. Oh, the guy played Toby. Okay, yeah. the guy played Moses is the one who does Brooklyn Nine, yep. Nine and all those shows. Okay. Yep, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Toby, uh, Paul Lieberstein actually does a lot of creative work behind the scenes on The Office, or he did okay. before it ended. God rest its soul. That's so interesting because he's such a like kind of low key character. Right, and it's like the he show. he plays like such a like hated mopey character, like the punching bag yeah. essentially. Yeah, 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 pretty much. But yeah, so the episode starts off with um, Creed is in the elevator going up, and Dwight walks in. He's wearing, like, a top hat. He's got a coat with coattails on it, and he's carrying, like, two buckets of dirt. And Creed looks at him and goes, Oh, new glasses. Yeah, so then he gets up to the office. Huh, because it's called The Office. I just got that. Yay, yay, yay. (laughs) Anyways. Connecting (laughs) storylines. So uh, he gets up there and announces that his aunt has passed, and uh, that he's going to indicate whether or not they are invited to the funeral or if they should keep their distance by throwing black acidic dirt on them if they're not invited or red dirt on them if they are invited. Very, very specific. Very specific. And uh, he starts off, he throws dirt in Aaron's face. She's like, what color was it? What color is the dirt? (laughs) She She looks very concerned. Yeah. I love her character, honestly. Yep, so she's got the black dirt in her face. And so he's going around, and he's essentially just throwing black dirt in everyone's face. Kevin uh, eats the dirt, and he goes, Yup, that's acidic. It's <laughs> just the fact that Kevin, of all people, would be the one who can tell it's acidic. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he would be the one qualified, most qualified to say how acidic dirt would be. He just knows the taste of dirt. <laughs> many things, I feel like. Many, just many things. Yeah, pretty much. So it gets over to Oscar, and he's about to throw black dirt into Oscar's face, and Oscar goes, Oh, thank God. And Dwight's like, Oh, really? That's how you're going to play it. So he throws the red dirt in his face. Intentionally, even though he was going to throw the black dirt in his face. But once he's intentionally said how much it would suck to go to their funeral. Yep. And then uh, he gets red dirt, looks like he's about to throw it at Jim, uh, and then throws it off to the side without breaking eye contact, throws it at uh, Pam. Was it red dirt? Yep, it was red. She was at the funeral? She didn't go, but oh, okay. he threw red dirt red? at her. Okay. Because, as they mention later in the series, like Pam is essentially his best friend in the office after Michael left. Oh, so he intentionally didn't throw it in her face because it sucks to go to the funeral? No, he threw red dirt in her face to invite her, but she oh, didn't go. Oh, right, right, right. I forget. At least that's what it looks like. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And then he uh, takes black dirt, pours water in it, and starts making a mud ball to throw at Jim. And Jim's like, oh, you can't do this. And Dwight pulls the hole. I'm in such grief. Honestly, card. it's kind of. It was like. Bad. Like, I can never look at Jim the same because I watched A Quiet Place. <laughs> so, like, now I just see this, like, badass that, like, Is taking care of his family, like, during a monster apocalypse. Or even, like, him in 13 hours where he's, like, like, ripped as hell. Just a super serious role. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. He's not the same person. You've changed, Jim. You've changed, Jim. It's (laughs) not me, it's you. So, as he's about to throw it in his face, that's when we cut to the theme song. The classic theme song. Which, I feel like... Okay, we'll get to this later, but I have an idea for what the theme song for The Farm would be. Okay. So then when we cut back... It's at the funeral, and uh, Dwight sees Oscar there and goes, Oscar, what are you doing here? He goes, you invited me. Uh, Oh, yeah. He loves it. And uh, we meet uh, Moses' brother and Dwight's cousin, uh, played by, I forget the actor's name, but it's the guy who played Badger in Breaking Bad. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think his name's... Zeke in the show let me let me double check he's a very funner funny underrated actor too. that guy he is the guy with like a very gravelly voice like this actually I don't know if he has facial hair in IRL I think it was just for this this episode specifically because they're all like Amish looking yeah pretty much I think that was kind of funny too is that they're all Amish looking but they're not technically Amish yeah so his name is Zeke just Wikipedia thank you you saved my life again <laughs> Wikipedia, why don't they let you source it in college? I know. Or high school. Anytime I ever edit Wikipedia to put, like, Ray Romano starred in but it's edited back in, like, 30 seconds. So, exactly. Like, they got people checking it. And also, they put all the resources, or the sources that they got their things from in it. Right. So it's kind of like sourcing someone that's already done the work and sourced it for you. But here's the thing. Who's to say I'm not going to make a blog post about Ray Romano starring in butts that's and true. then source it. Fake news, fake butts. Fake butts. There's probably a fakebutts.com, dude. I'm gonna look it up. This is good podcasting. This is material. If I can find Safari. All right. So you do that. I'm gonna keep going on. Keep going. Keep I'm me look updated. Up, fakebutts.com. Then we meet Jeb, who is Dwight's brother. He's a he's a rich guy. It's, he's played by Thomas Middlebitch. Wow, that is brave. Characters. That is brave. Just typing it in. Not Why even to, like, wouldn't I? It says it can't be reached. Now I'm getting upset. I'm gonna Google it now because I apparently go, hit up Go Daddy. Apparently, no one, no one's bought FakeButts.com. Is that what's going on right now? If so, one of you needs to buy it and make it. Or we do it and redirect it. <laughs> FakeButts.com is not a website, everybody. I, this is not hey, a joke. Hey, real quick little brief aside, why don't you go check how much that costs? I want to see. Hop on Google Domains or GoDaddy. Yeah, Domain Checker. Fakebutts.com We might have just stumbled across something far more important than this episode. Hey guys, podcast is cancelled. Podcast is cancelled today. We're going to start manufacturing fake butts. It's 99 (laughs) cents for it. Hold on. So fake butts is 99 cents. Protect your name with these domain names. It has, like, similar ones. Guys, $5 five on Patreon. I'll do it right now. <laughs> so underneath, it has fakecactus.com. Oh. That's $2,800. But fakebutts.com is only 99 cents. Oh, it's like that Macklemore song. But shit, it was 99 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Fakebutts.com was 99 cents. Maybe Macklemore is going to buy it. Or maybe Keep I'm going mind, buy it. was... We're going to buy this at some point. That's true. Unless, Unless of someone... you buys it first. In which case, I can't be mad because you're kind of part of this thing. Hey, do you want a new <laughs> segment, fakebutts.com watch, where we keep an eye on fakebutts.com? Okay. <laughs> I guess so until <laughs> someone buys it. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of fake butts, we meet Dwight's fake brother, who is his real brother, but he's very, like, fakey, fake bullshit. Mm-hmm. He, uh, his name is Jeb, played by Thomas Middleditch. Indeed. Uh, who is also the guy from all those Verizon commercials. And, and Silicon Valley. And Silicon Valley. One of my favorite shows, if you haven't seen it. It's awesome. Yeah. But you might not get a lot of the stuff unless you kind of know it. I mean, it's like, it. It's anyone can watch it and still kind of get it. But you might want to, if you're a techie, you'll enjoy it more. And like, every, not everybody can get it because not everybody has HBO. Right. But the internet's a thing. Right, you can just Google it. Wink wink nudge nudge. Literally Google anything like insert title online free and you'll find a link for it. Fake butts online free. Save us ninety-nine cents. Just kidding. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> Google that. So uh his entrance is driving his red Mustang into the grave. Into the like the actively like dug hole.
1: Exactly. Like the hole has
0: been dug. It hasn't even been filled in yet. And he drives into the hole. And then Dwight goes for the hug. And then they ta- he takes him down to the ground. He tries to like... shove him in the grave. Right. They start wrestling. That was my favorite part. And Zeke is just like, ha, classic. He's just like smiling at it. Like this is a normal thing for their family. It, pretty res- much. Wrestling family members into graves. So then we get um, the introduction to Dwight's sister. Who's surprisingly normal for a shrewd. Yeah, she's like the most normal. Her I think it's because is- she moved away. She's like the only one that didn't live on the farm, like for I think her whole life, and then went to the city. Right. She comes in with her kid. Um, her name is Fanny, which is kind of a very farmish name. Fake butts. Fake but. Fake Fannies. I think this is all centered around FakeButs.com. Is this a giant commercial for fakebutts.com? I think there's listeners of this podcast that have a corkboard and they've been connecting. <laughs> With the red string, <laughs> yeah. Just red string, fake, 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 butts. And fake butts. It's just one come. line. It's fake butts, unaired, and then it's going to be like a question mark underneath. It, it turns out anyone that buys fake mysteriously goes missing like a week after. It is our Bermuda Triangle. Exactly. The Area 51 of domain names. <laughs> so then we get the uh, eulogies, which is essentially just them describing her. Like, Zeke goes... She was 5'4 most of her life, and then 5'1. Right. When you think describing, you think, and and you hear eulogy, you think, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. But when we're talking, like, actual just descriptives, like, we're not talking, like, oh, she was a great lady, and, like, I remember one time you tell a story about her or whatever. No, they were just stating facts. Yeah, and then uh, Dwight says, like, her hair was black, then it was gray. So that's when a truck rolls up, and it's uh, essentially Dwight's neighbor. He owns the farm, like, neighboring all of these farms. Right. And he's got all of his daughters in the back of his truck. And he's like, "Like, hey, uh, has anybody mentioned her height? Yep. What about her hair color? Yep. Farm, like, how big her farm was Land size. Yeah, land size. <laughs> and he, they're like, nope. He's like, at 1,600 acres, she had the largest land. Neighboring mine and a couple other people. Right. And then he, like, slaps the side of the truck. He's like, all righty, we're done. (laughs) I think it's funny, too, because, like, his comment, while just, again, a fact, was probably the the nicest of any of them, and he was just a neighbor. Yeah. Like, he wasn't their family family. Actually, he was family, right? No, he wasn't family. He wasn't family. Okay, yeah. That would make what's happening weirder next, because Dwight starts flirting with one of that guy's daughters. Her name is Esther. Oh, that's right. That was one of his daughters. Yep, the blonde lady, Esther. They're all blonde, right? I think they are. Which is really creepy because it was just a truck with one dude driving and then, like, a bed full of a bunch of blonde girls, all dressed in sundresses. Yeah, it seemed almost cultish. Yeah. Like, um, he was about to drive them to, like, drink, like, or poison Or, like, sell Kool-Aid. them to, like, the highest bidder. <laughs> you can marry my daughter for five pigs. He's just bartering. I don't know what accent that was. I don't either. It's okay. Dude. We're fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> So then we get to, uh, we get back to the farm, essentially the farmhouse. And that's when we see the video, Will, for his aunt. And she's like, I hate the fact that all of you have like strayed away from farm life. I'll give you all my land as long as Dwight, you, your brother and your sister run it. And like, they all move on here. Yep. I'm pretty sure her exact words in like the first minute of the video was, you were all disappointed or disappointments to me. (laughs) Right, <laughs> which is a little strong, little strong, but also very shrewdish, very shrewdish, I, w- I would say it's very shrewdish, yeah, if that's a definition or a descriptive, whatever you want to call it adjective, yeah, so Dwight tries to essentially like convince them like, hey, you should stay, and like, oh, I don't know, oh no, but you should stay, and he basically says, like, okay, nostalgia like is the best way to convince them, and like he's like in his, like, talking head, like, his interview. The greatest human weakness, as he, as he yeah. describes he it. He says nostalgia is the greatest human weakness. And then it's he's so funny. only second to poison or something like that. No, I was like, oh, only second to the neck. Only second to the <laughs> neck. And, uh, yeah, they're all playing, like, some song, and Dwight, like, does some weird, like, courting ritual. He drops, like, beaks crow's right Crow's beaks, in. right, yeah. next to the... So, yeah, the ritual is you have to drop crow's beaks next to the woman that you want to, I think, mate with. Court. Court with? Yeah. um, And she has to destroy them, which I think that was funny that it was destroy them. It wasn't step on them, like, which kind of makes it funny because you could imagine, like, different ways a woman could, like, say yes to it. She could just, like, start, like, biting them or something. Right, like, eating them. Like, I mean, luckily this woman just stepped on them because they were playing music and there was kind of no other way to do it. But she could have taken a blowtorch to them. She could have done anything. She could have gone all out. All out. She could have made him into stew. She could have... That would probably have been the mo- most tasteful way to do it. No she could have stabbed yet. him into a guy named Stew. And then made him into a stew. Exactly. Ah. Well, he already was a stew. But it's... <laughs> a stew stew. That. That, <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> So then we get to uh, Dwight and his nephew. They're in the uh, chicken coops in the morning. And like he's like, oh, are the chickens going to like attack if I get the eggs in front of him, and Dwight's like, no, you're an idiot. Yeah, as a little kid, right? Yep. That's funny. And uh, then he goes to milk the goat, and the kid goes, is that a cow? And Dwight goes, did you just really ask me if this is a cow? Which, I mean, I mean I'm mean, going to be fair, that that is a very stupid question. Very, very stupid. Very obviously a goat. Not even a baby cow would be that small. Exactly. And, like, he goes, okay, come over here, you're going you're gonna to milk this, grab a teat in each hand. Such and a like, fun word. It is a fun word. And Teet. also, very great advice, too, because, like, you got two hands. Yeah. 90% of women have two boobs. Guys, life is a highway. Grab a T in each hand. Is that the, uh... <laughs> I'm gonna ride it all night long. <laughs> is that the alternate version of the Rascal Flats song? That's the... If, if Rascal Flats and Limp Biscuit did, like, a remix of that song... It would be life as a highway. Grab a tea in each hand. So instead of Rascal Flats, would that be Rascal Endowed? Yes. Okay. Rascal Endowed. So, Rascal <laughs> Rascal Bosoms. Rascal Bosoms. Hi, I'm Rascal Bosoms, attorney at law. Has your aunt <laughs> Has your aunt made a ridiculous request for your siblings to move into Inheritor Farm? Well, you can grab a tea in each hand today if you call this number below. One eight hundred. Peace now. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, his sister decides like, okay, fine, I'm gonna stay. Once she sees how like Dwight seems to be a good influence on the nephew, right? And the brothers just kind of like, and eh, why not? And yeah, it was weird seeing. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it affection, but you could see that Dwight was enjoying the time with the kid, even though he was also getting kind of frustrated. Yeah, it was almost like they were bond, like a kinship. Right, like a kind of like a. Dwight was busting little kids' chops, but it was like a bonding. Right, like, like the way bonding. that an uncle does. Right, exactly. I was like, yeah. It was a, very much a big brother mentor kind of situation. Right, which I'm sure would have, like, happened more throughout the series. If, if they made a series. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, they're like, oh, this is going to be a big thing, to ma- a big farm to manage. And they all go, not it, not it. And then Dwight goes, it. It. And which- that's... It was a nice ending, because you, you... I mean, if you guys are Office fans, the American Office, the UK Office is different. I've never actually watched it. I've watched uh, a few episodes. Don't hate me. Sorry. I will watch it. So this is a little off topic, but I saw this brought up. The original UK Office exists in the same universe as this Office, because David Brent shows up, Ricky Gervais' character. Oh! But the thing is, the pilot for both of them is almost exactly the same. It's like word for word, copied script. So, like how are they explaining themselves? You know what? I feel like that's just another thing that the UK audience can get mad about. Yeah, I feel like maybe, like, this is, like, all a scripted fake. Like, it's a fake documentary within a fake documentary. It's funny, because usually when I talk about these things, I'm thinking, like, oh, none of my audience is going to, like, actually, we have UK fan. Like, this is, yeah. there's very possibility, the high possibility that people are mad at us right now for talking about the US office. Just in general, yeah. In general. Which, I will say, UK Office first season, definitely, sorry, first series, because they call it series in the UK. Right, it's different. Yep. First series versus first season, a lot better. Yeah. But as it goes on, US Office comes into its own. It's a great show. It has a very good story arc. Exactly. Until Michael Scott leaves, and then it kind of well, yeah. dips downhill. But Michael in, Scott was kind of the office. Yeah, exactly. In a way. We're in the post-Michael Scott era, era for this episode anyways. This is the last season. Right. But Moe's, you put Moe's in any episode and I enjoy it. Right, which this episode lacked Moe's severely. It did, which is upsetting because, like, you're on the farm where Moe's lives. Exactly. And Moe's, for those who don't know, is played by Michael Schur. Uh, He is the guy who adapted the U.S. version of The Office. He created The Good Place... He produces Brooklyn Nine Nine. He created Parks and Rec. All things I didn't know about before this episode, and made me respect the character. Like I already res- like loved Moses' character before because my girlfriend showed me. I uh, mean, she didn't show me The Office, but she like definitely played it so much that I like knew the episodes more because right. um, she loves it. And his character definitely ended up being my favorite character. I think of the entire show. He's just such an odd character. He's I a goofball, it. and his run is hilarious. Oh yeah! When he chases the car that went Where up. he's, some... like arms to the side, he's like <laughs> do 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 do. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's great. So yeah, that is uh that is the farm. We're gonna take a short little break, and we will be right back with our pitches. You bet! Don't go anywhere, or I'll find you. Well, hello there, neighborinos. The handle's Mister Most Days Off, but my friends call me Miles, and I'm the host of the best darn diddly review show. Hello, Mister Most Days Off. <laughs> And that's my best friend, Richie the Kid, the co-host of Best Darn Diddly. Heidily ho there, podcast arenas. The Best Darn Diddly Review Show is a weekly journey through the entire Simpsons series, hosted by us, two guys who grew up loving the Simpsons. We discuss every diddly, every doodly, and every do. So lace up your assassin sneakers, put on your skin-tight ski suit, and head down the slopes with us at Best Darn Diddly. Stupid sexy Best Darn Diddly. You can catch us each and every Monday on best dot com. All right, so f- before we get into the pitches, I want to talk about what I think the theme song would be like on this. Oh boy! So oh boy! I think, so I think it would essentially just be the Office theme, but like a banjo, like that'd be awesome. Like, like kind of like lean into the farm, like the farm theme. I think that'd be good, but I think it it couldn't be the exact same. That'd be too. I don't want to, I don't think they, I just wouldn't want them to get pigeonholed into the office. Right. See, the way I see this though, like my pitches, I'm just going to say this right now. My pitches are basically, this will be like a web series, like on NBC.com essentially like, yeah, it could be like on the if they have a website, right? Like essentially just like 10, 15 minute episodes. Yeah. That'd be a cool thing. That actually be like really good because the um, office has a very like cult following, especially the office UK version. Um, but I think that would be a really good eye, a way to get the cult audience and its big following even more engaged in a show that they're already super crazy about. Right, and especially seeing as this was the last season of The Office, it would keep, like, The Office... Keep viewership going a little bit Right, further. it would keep it in their minds. Right, it would make sense. Maybe even, like, boost DVD sales, or, like, even, like, use this as a DVD extra, like, exclusive. I mean, really, um, web series as you can see by many YouTubers and the way they handle their business, um, is a great way of selling merch. Mm. So if, if they did even just the, like some The Farm t-shirts like with references to the, the funniest parts of their show or the right. favorite episodes of their show or the favorite characters of their show, they can make a lot of money off of just t-shirts, mugs, and nonsense like that. You know, Eddie, that gets me into uh, another new segment that started since, uh, since you left. Uh-oh. I want you to commercialize the shitty show. Commercialize the shitty show, shitty show, shitty show, shitty show, shitty show. So I want you to commercialize this show. How would you, uh, how would you, you know, market it? Like you kind of got into that with like the t-shirts and everything. Okay. So how would I like market it on, like if I was about to launch this show and I need to get viewership for it. Right. Like like leading up to the launch. Right. Like. Like, maybe, like, what kind of commercials, what kind of, like, merchandise type thing? Oh, my gosh. That's that's the easiest part, especially since I'm in, like, a... I mean, I haven't worked in a marketing background, but I'm obsessed with marketing <laughs> all the time, so... I think, first of all, you have to have Dwight and Moe's. Oh, of um, course. They... In any video content that you do, in any picture content that you do, those faces have to be there. Um, I think it'd be hilarious, you could do Facebook ads... Um, like the video ads that come up, mm-hmm. you know, like the annoying entrepreneurship ones, especially, I feel like if you're a guy, you get those no matter what. And if you're a girl that looks up anything entrepreneurship, you also get those no matter what. Pretty much just any entrepreneurship. Any, if, any, if you look up anything that has some sort of ambition to it, they're going to pitch this to you. Anyways, but I think it'd be funny if it was just like kind of the way in that classic farmer painting. You know, I had the same exact yeah. thought where Dwight's the male farmer holding the pitchfork yeah. and Moe's is like is the woman farmer. in a dress exactly. and he's like actual woman farmer. The American Gothic, that's what the painting's called. And like they can't stand each other and they're trying to film the commercial and Moe's keeps messing up. Or not even messing up, just doing things that Dwight hates. Right. And Dwight's like, Moe's, stop it. Or like We're maybe, trying to do a commercial. We need to get viewers. <laughs> right. May, or maybe it's like they're filming a commercial for Shroot Farms. Like maybe that could be an episode. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a, a scene. Oops, I bumped that. And may, maybe it's like a scene from that episode they're using as a exactly. commercial. Exactly. Something like that. It, something Inception-y. <laughs> right. Something meta. Where like Moe's keeps like looking off to the side or he like tries to like take the pitchfork from Dwight. <laughs> right. Or like he's eating the product. Right. Like too much of the product. Or he's just eating hay. Eating hay. <laughs> yeah, that's something Moe's would do. Like, we just get, like, random cuts, like, and then, like, one time he, like, turns around and goes, "Mose, where'd you go? You hear an echo. I fell down the well. (laughs) Or, um, another, another kind of fun, I guess you could say video or advertisement, whatever you want to call it, you can make for, to get viewers, um, more viewers, at least, would be, okay, so you have the beginning of the office, like, you know, coming out of the elevator, like we were talking about happened in the beginning of this episode. Right. Um, but as he's coming up the stairs, like Dwight, like the or the film team, like the cam- cameras cut, and you just hear a bunch of like nonsense, like ruckus going on, and like struggle, and then it cuts to the farm, and you find he just out pulls, like a burlap sack. You off find it. out that <laughs> Dwight and Mose kidnapped the film crew from the office, and now they're making their own show. <laughs> they're like that documentary's over. Now it's, right. our, time now it's our time to shine. Now it's our time to
1: shine. Which uh-huh.
0: would be fun because it, uh, the the end they ended the um, backdoor pilot. Um, with him being like, I'll be the manager. Right. So he's, like, taking it into his own hands. Exactly. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eddie, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? Okay, this is um, definitely my favorite episode idea, and I could, just, I could just see it happening. Like, I definitely could see them doing it. Um, so Thomas Middleditch's character is a weed farmer. And yeah, that's mentioned in the beginning. He bought uh, what he thought was a worm farm a in worm California. Farm. And then he found out a worm farm in California means something different. Very different. Apparently it's a weed farm. Um, <laughs> putting it lightly. But anyways, I think it'd be great because that character has a weed farm. He's such a different character than any of the other sh- um, Shroots. Is it Strut or shroot? shroot? Shroot. It's such a hard name to say. <laughs> but um, anyways, I think it'd be hilarious if like they had an episode where... Like, clearly Moe's has never smoked. Clearly Moe's is just, like, a stick-in-the-mud kind of guy. He's funny. He's got a lot of charisma. But he's definitely, like, you could tell his character has never smoked. Most of their characters, I think. I, I basically venture to say anyone in the Shrew family has never smoked other than Thomas Middleditch's character. Here's the so. thing, though. I The way I see it, I don't think Thomas Middleditch's character smoked. I think he just fell into this and was just like, well, I guess I got money and a Mustang now. Okay, well, maybe. And, I mean, even if that's the case... um, then this this episode would still work. But basically you have... It could be on accident. It could be on purpose. But Moe's ends up smoking for the first time and goes way too deep into it. Like, <laughs> goes full-on 420 culture and, like, gets, like... I don't know, just, like, weed socks and, like... He puts, like, dreadlocks in puts his beard. dreadlocks in his beard and just, like, starts speaking like a Jamaican or something. Like, just ridiculous, obvious weed things. He's just watching Cool Runnings. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> and then, like, they all need to have, like, an intervention with him because they think weed is, like, heroin and it's, like, a bad thing and he's, like, addicted to weed or something like that. Or, like, maybe they're... Or Dwight, like, he brings back that sheriff character from that episode of The Office. Yes, 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 yes. yes where, yes. like, they find, like, a joint in the parking lot. There's a lot of crossovers I could see happening. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like there'd be a lot of, like... A lot of cameos. Exactly. I think that's the only way this show could work. Like, right. even in this episode, we had the beginning where he's in the office and then Oscar shows up at the funeral. Right. I think that's the, like... They could really commer- commercialize it <laughs> uh, um, the show by, like, you know, doing those cameos and then having those advertisements or those, like, um, commercials on, uh, like, TV or something um, to, like, bring people over to the web series. Because web series can be kind of hard to market, even if you right. are a popular show. And the thing is, like, they could also, like, I know every, anytime I'm on Hulu, there's always freaking ads for, like, visit NBC.com for more or something Oh, my like God, that. yeah, especially on YouTube, too. Right, so, like, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, You could definitely do YouTube ad rolls. It would be really effective for that. So I feel like this was uh, after the departure of Steve Carell, a.k.a. Michael Scott, a.k.a. the best character on The Office. A.k.a. basically The Office. Basically The Office. He kind of was The American Office. Oh, yeah. Without him, it falls apart. Oh, yeah. So I feel like there would have been an episode where he's supposed to come visit... The farm. The farm. That's great. But he ends up accidentally at a... The other family's farm, the one where Dwight's girlfriend, who, if you watch The Office, he breaks up with her and ends up marrying Angela. So, I figured this would happen after that. That makes sense, yeah. So, he's, like, coming to visit, and there's, like, a little bit of, like, bad blood between them. So, he, like, he gets worried, because, like, he's like, hey, Michael, where are you? You're supposed to get here. Like, they're on the phone, and Michael's just like, what are you talking about? I'm here. I don't see you. Are you hiding? And then... He goes, yeah, I'm right here with all your blonde your blonde sisters. He gets like really serious, Michael, yeah. this is like, a funny joke. <laughs> right, no, like it zooms in like it zooms in on Dwight's face, he goes, Michael, this isn't funny. He goes, What are you talking about? Oh my god. I think I've been taken. Dwight, I think I've been taken. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially like he like gears up and everything, like the ready- Steve Carell panic mode. Exactly. That's <laughs> and, great. And he like tries to like act calm and everything, and Dwight like gears up for this like rescue mission. And he gets there, and, like, they're treating Michael, like, super nice. Like, oh, yeah, you want some more, like, biscuits or something? And as soon as, as, soon as uh, Dwight gets there, the, like, father comes out and goes, so what are you going to give us for him? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, they start to, like, negotiate. That'd be perfect. Yeah, and that's basically that episode. And, like, Mose tries to, like, sneak, like, the B-Story is, like, Mose and Thomas Middleditch try and, like, sneak in the back. But, like, they can't get in. They just keep failing at getting in. And then they realize the vents are small enough for their nephew to fit in. Oh, <laughs> and so no. So he sent him in for a rescue little mission. little dude. And at the very end of the episode, they're, like, all chilling on Shroot farm. And they're just like, oh, shit, we forgot the nephew. I think the nephew will be a really fun character to play around with. I'm not not like that in this show. <laughs> <laughs> maybe word it a little differently. I maybe should have worded it a little bit differently. He'd no, be an I interesting character for the he show. He would be an interesting character, um, like, Development-wise in the show. Yeah, also definitely. worded differently. Yeah. So do you have any other ideas for like what kind of episodes we could have seen? I just got a really good idea just now, just thinking about that. The Nephew, um, this could be probably way too far down, or they could do it too early because the audience of the thing I'm thinking about is very young. But Fortnite needs to make an appearance if it's <laughs> going to be a show in today's day and age because Fortnite is trending ridiculously right now. Or even we could go back to then, because Minecraft was a huge thing back then. Minecraft, too. That'd be cool. But Minecraft isn't as, like, on the scale, I think. Because of the competition mm. um, in Fortnite, I think it'd be a funnier episode if, like, the nephew got way into Fortnite or something like that. Oh, what, do you, what if the nephew was, like, really into Minecraft and farming and Dwight's just like, what is wrong with you? You have a farm out here. That'd be hilarious. And then Dwight gets addicted to Minecraft. Or, and the Mo- kid's just or, like, like, one of the characters is too addicted to Farmville. Yeah. And he's like, why are you spending money on the crops when you could be growing the crops and making money? Moe steals, like, Fanny's cell phone. And Mose? she just, at the very end of the episode, she's just like, why the hell is my bill $3,082? He starts funneling money from the farm into his farm. <laughs> yeah. What's the word for that? Embezzling. Embezzling? He starts embezzling from the farm for farm bill crops. Or, like, maybe Dwight confronts him, or, like, they all confront him, like, yeah, so, like, you said you spent all this money on shrewd farms. Yeah, look. Yeah he, like, farms. yeah, he names his Farmville Farms True uh, Farms. Farmville is such a garbage game. Oh, yeah. Just that company, Zynga, I want to know how much money they make. Oh, they make tons. Because... Hand over fist. Because they were the people that made freemium games before freemium games was popular. Oh, yeah. Them, Dota, and League of Legends. And then once Facebook integrated all that... Yeah, they were the first ones to go mobile with it is the thing. Dunzo after League of that. Legends always stayed on the computer mm-hmm. and stayed kind of niche audience. Zynga was like, we're going to pitch this to everybody with <laughs> thumbs. So I think, obviously, Jim Halpert's got to make an appearance. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. So I'm thinking maybe they have a prank war between the farms. Okay. Like, as like kind of like a revenge type of thing. Like, this is after right. Dwight broke the guy's daughter's heart. So, like, or, there's a prank war. Or they could do something, because, like, I mean, the office is super cheesy. So you could do something like a five-year office quitting reunion or something, like, for Mm. Dwight. Like, maybe he... Oh, actually, he didn't quit the office. No, he ended up managing it. He managed the office while he was managing the farm. Right, but most of the people quit. Yeah, most people quit. (sighs) That could be an episode, like a reunion episode, where they get everybody Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because that'd be the easiest way, I think, to bring those characters in. That could be the series finale. Yeah, that'd be really good, actually, if they had a reunion. Right. Bring a lot of cameos in. Exactly. Big hitting episode. And then have, like, uh Robert California show up. Robert California. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm the Lizard King. <laughs> I'm the Lizard King. Yeah, that would be great. D'Angelo, uh, Will Ferrell's character could show up. but like, That was one of <laughs> my favorite episodes after, um, he, it was after Steve, right? No, no, he was still on the show. Uh, he was, like, intermediate. Like, it was almost, he was almost out. Right. It was right at the end. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, he got, like, hit in the head with something. Or, or he went to, like, dunk a basketball and, like, fractured his skull. It's so funny. But, like, he just shows up. That whole episode was hilarious. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, maybe this prank war could be, like, each prank is, like, escalating until, like, Dwight decides to, uh, follow the Godfather and put a dead horse in the, uh, other farmer's bed. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Jim's, like, Dwight what is wrong with you normal people can't do that that's the fun thing about the office is that that's like nothing's really off bounds for them especially for like a character like Dwight who goes overboard exactly which is great because like you need that for this I think the farm to thrive you need it to come from a show that's not scared to push the boundaries exactly and I think the way this episode would end is like the other farmers like coming to confront Dwight and has like a shotgun in his hand and Jim's just like Dwight we gotta run and he's like don't worry about it and like the farmer hands over the shotgun and he goes you win. Here's uh, here's my favorite shotgun as a trophy. Just points it at him immediately. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. I think there could also be an episode where, like, Mose, quote-unquote, finds out that he and Dwight were actually switched at birth. Oh, my God. And, like, he actually owns the farm. And he goes, like, super, like, overboard, like Tom- Thomas Middleditch, like, buys, like, a ton of, like, Ferrari, shit like that. Just becomes a rich Mose. Exactly. And then at the very end of the episode, like, Dwight goes, what are you talking about? Like, this is my birth certificate. He's like, no, look. It says Shroot right there. Yeah, but the first name says Dwight. He goes, oh. And then, like, there's a way <laughs> where Dwight goes, like, I should have known. Mose can't read. Mose <laughs> never went to school. <laughs> right. Mose, Mose was homeschooled. Mose was homeschooled. By the dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, so many different ways you could go with this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's going to do it for this one. Yeah, I mean... A lot of good material for this one. We could honestly probably just do this episode forever, but we got to stop it somewhere. (laughs) Got to stop at some point. (laughs) But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, uh, New episodes coming out in two weeks, so two Thursdays from now. Um, Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Unerd Podcast. Check out our Facebook, all that fun stuff. There's an Instagram, I post stuff there every once in a while. But yeah, um, other than that, I'm Ed. And I'm Edward. Um, My Twitter handle is at Eddie, E-D-D-Y, underscore LaPointe, L-A-P-O-I-N-T-E. Send me pictures of your dogs and your shoes. Not the the shoes part, not in like a weird way. Yeah, no, just, I just want to see what your shoes look like. I'm shopping for shoes and I need new shoes. Mine smell way too much and I want to get cool shoes, but not too cool, kind of simple. So if you have fancy shoes like Jordan's, don't send me a picture of your shoes, just your dog. Right. And like not fancy shoes, like if you're wearing like nice leather shoes. Also, if you send me a picture of your dog and your shoes, I'll block you on Twitter. So stop. Right. He asked for those two things separately. Separately. One or the other. These are options. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I don't use my personal Twitter, so just follow the unaired one. Do it. I tweet from there all the time. But, yeah, um, yeah, just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye. Bye. I'll be back. Transmission Podcast. We are a podcast about the strange and unusual, the secret and the conspiracies, the friends and the supernatural. We're a podcast that talks about weird things like number stations, the Bermuda Triangle, the Salem Witch Trials, time travel, the moon landing, the Zika virus, serial killers, cults, the deep web, UFOs, superstitions. We cover it all. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube and Google Play. You can also follow us on Twitter at Secret Transpod at SECRETTRANSPOD. Come listen to us try to explain the unexplainable.